Hey, Nico. Hey, Con. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little? Just a smidge. From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like the clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? No, I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Hey boys. <clears throat> Hello. Hey Con. How you doing? Good. Um, we're doing a little mini app today to promote some shows. We're just promoting some shows. Promoting we're really excited. Shows, yeah. Happy, Pride. Happy Pride. How's your Pride been so far? Um, it's been fucking foggy here with all this fire and haze. I guess uh, I know, I hell's really finally reached us for Pride Month. At last. <laughs> I know. Wait, that's so true. I'm surprised people aren't talking about that. I know. It I guess the rainbows came up and now we can't even see them. I know. The straights are covering the sky with fire and brimstone. I know, obviously, my anxiety has been horrible. Yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> but other than that, Pride's been great. I don't know. I got to be honest with you. And, you know, maybe this will segue nicely into what we're promoting today. But a lot of the shows I've been at, I've been saying Happy Pride at the beginning. And it's been kind of straight audiences. So to our boys out, out there who are gay, please come to our, our two shows this month and, and show some queer joy in the audience. Because I'm not, I'm not seeing that that much. Yeah, it's hard to explain bottoming to people all the time. <laughs> yeah. Look Dude, it up. Two... Okay, so I have an opening joke I use a lot where I ask the audience to to answer who the most famous trans man in the world is right now for a little bait and switch. Won't reveal what I say, but... Mm-hmm. You'll have to come to find you'll out. You'll have to come to find out. Um, but the last couple of shows I've done, somebody has yelled out Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> so we have to educate people. I'm angry. I know. Get angry. Harvey Milk, who died, said get... Ed- but actually, I think it he wasn't said a, got milk, right? Crazy. I don't think it was a homophobic <laughs> attack, which is such an interesting. Wait, and we should move delete all of this because it's like <laughs> I don't know that I'm here to tell people who Harvey Milk is. But I yeah. think he kind of just died because someone was mad at him as a pal. Like it was a genuine. He anger. was murdered. Uh huh. Crime of passion. Crime of passion. It was not like a, hate a political crime. thing, not a hate crime. crime. Of love. Oh, there's only two crimes. <laughs> crime of hate and crime of love. If someone's killing you, they feel really strongly about Super you. Super strongly. Oh my God, that's a hilarious take. That's like, oh my God, in heaven, you're like, I've been murdered. And it's like, okay, he loved me. Someone's obsessed with you. <laughs> um, but I think based on that Sean Penn movie, uh, yep. that he that, w- that was kind of just like a political thing. Watch me be so wrong and someone's like, this is where you're ruining pride. Yeah. Sorry if that's true. Well, we've uh, we've never claimed to be a podcast about history. Or facts. Uh, exactly. Or science. And Math, none of those things. Any of it, really. I know. I just hope that the, the sun gets normal again so I can tan before the show. I think it will. I th- yeah. You already look really tan. The thing with tans is that you've got to keep them up. Can I say something about both of us right now? Yeah. You are the only person who I think matches me for leg hair. Wait, thank you for saying this. And I was actually looking at actually, everyone in my family. No offense to like the men in my family, but their legs are not hot. And hairy like these. I know. I've been. I, I think that it gets. You have less leg hair as you get older. I think when your testosterone starts to dwindle, your leg hair. Like, have you ever looked at an older man's legs? Oh yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have as much leg hair. Well, I'm not letting that happen because so I'm going to put finasteride on my legs. <laughs> we were talking about this yesterday. If you could put it on your face yeah. to have facial hair. Yeah, and I'm. And we're going to find out. We're going to find out. We're going to find. Connor out has a nice thing, but maybe we'll we'll experiment on my face. Yeah, I don't know what to. What if it never stopped growing or something? Well, I have minoxidil that you can use. What's that? Um, it's this thing that I got from the internet for thirty-five dollars, and I had to talk to a doctor via 
chat chatbot. <laughs> chatbot. I got prescribed. I was talking to a doctor. Chatbot. <laughs> you can get prescriptions via chatbot now, and that's crazy. That is crazy. I was prescribed anti-anxiety meds during through a chatbot. Chat and I was bot. like, I really got to talk to a person. I don't want to take these. Like, I just don't know. And like, I'm so pro meds, but like, you just should. Maybe it's kind of AI it's prescriptions. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also have to say for the boys at home. <laughs> one time, Connor got a what kind of? It was cough medicine. Um, <laughs> that made you like loopy. I we went. I did not. I could not ejaculate for like three weeks. Is that okay to say? Are you fucking serious? I'm dead serious. I'm so serious. I it okay. fucked up my nervous system. Nervous oh, system. Oh god. And I there's two possibilities. One is that when I was 19 and I robo tripped because I was kind of like rehabbing and mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to drink anymore. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'll show you. I'm gonna robo trip. And then I worked at a restaurant where I was the host and I had to like walk people to their tables. But I was walking like lopsided <laughs> the whole time because I couldn't. My nervous system was fucked up. I think I. Triggered something in my brain, and now I cough medicine fucks up my nervous system. Oh. Or it was going to be that way anyway, and I was like bored always, with this. Yeah, who knows? But well, because you're always buying things, it's like I can't believe it's not cough medicine. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Like... I love. I can't believe it's not. But I'm so obsessed <laughs> with that. <laughs> Do they make that in a spray? Is that what you have? Yeah, I yeah. know it's not butter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you ever okay. had that? No. Wait, zero calories, but it's sixty thousand servings. So <laughs> you've got to like. You got to really spray it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I put, like, 14,000 sprays on it. I go through it, like, in four days. I love it so much. What? Okay, but regular butter, also very good. Yeah, man, man. You're like my nutritionist. It's like, have you ever had olive oil? It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) No. Have you ever been fired, Flavia? That's, like, your other therapist who is, like, um, you're just going to love when you can cook an omelet. Yeah, I really don't. I don't always get it right. I think discontinuing my relationship with her, I got it right. Yeah. I'm happy for you. But I feel like I'm just talking about myself. Hey, if you're just popping in, I want you to know not all the episodes are like this. This is a bonus up. Usually we have a guest. It's funny. We've never had one that's just you and me. I know. Actually, there is one archived episode from the first time we ever recorded. Where you say that a boys club are both in is being in love. And, and it's, it's like... not true anymore. It doesn't have to be that queer of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's not true. I'm in love with myself and my work and my dad my God. Oh and our partnership, our business. Yes. In, in love, love with, with the business. In love with the boys at home, even. Mm. So in that way, we're still in love. Um, yeah. yeah, for those popping in, we're really just doing this to promo our two live shows, not to be super transparent, but that is why we're, we're doing this, is we're hoping that you guys come see us live. We would love to see you on the 16th at Club Coming. We have an awesome mm. lineup, including former guests of the pod, Tina Sieben, Jay Jordan, Richard Perez, Alison O'Connor, um, Jess Elgin, who hasn't been on the pod yet, but will be soon. Who am I missing? That's it. That's fine. Is that everybody? Totally. We should do it again just to make sure. Okay. Jay Rich- Jernan, mm-hmm. Richard Perez. Yep. Allison O'Connor. Yep. Jess Elgin. Yep. Tina Sieben. Done. Fucking we know We know our family. Fucking baller line. If you're in our too. family, we know you who you are. And for those of you who have listened to their episodes, you know they're awesome people and super funny and just as incredible on stage. So you're, you're, it's going to be a great show. That's on the 16th. So two days from when this comes out. It's Pride Extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Club Coming. Gay bar, famous gay bar. Seven thirty, or actually seven thirty. It's, so it's a, perfect. So you can go to a birthday dinner after. Yeah, just come by, have some drinks, get ready for the night. You know, it's a long, it's a long Pride Month, so like, come. Wait, my favorite boys club is have we talked about this? How bur- people who have birthday dinners who are twenty four live in New York. <laughs> they're all cis girls, and they have like a chat group with thirty nine million people in it, and they're like, my birthday dinner is at Bounces Are, and then all, they all show up. Bro, anytime, what I don't miss about straight culture is going to a birthday dinner at a place that was way too expensive that you did not pick and then have to split the bill for that's crazy i beat alcoholism not to pay for your mimosas yeah and i was like i was under the impression that this was covered yeah (laughs) otherwise i wouldn't have spent hundreds of dollars on this and was encouraged to do so 
we're not doing that against my will. I think we talked to Maggie almost about this. I think we did too. Um, we never forget a conversation. And then our other show this month is on the 27th at Littlefield, different venue for us. Connor and I are co-headlining, which means we're about to do a half an hour. Mm. Are you excited? I'm so excited. It'll be fun. Last time we did a half hour each was in October, so it's been like six months. Yes. Longer. How much? How many months is that? Eight months. Really? Yeah. I feel like so much has changed, but so much has stayed the same. I know. What has stayed the same? Our friendship, what has changed? My upper lip. So, <laughs> can't wait to see that. So, yeah, come see some jokes told with a beautiful upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> my lips will be the same probably, but it's not too Fine. late. It's not too late. It's I got I got, I got some time. Um, and we're going to have uh, two former guests of the pod on that show. Charlie Bardet is going to be hosting for us. We're very excited. And then August White, who was on last week's episode, will be featuring. So she'll be doing a performance between our sets. So it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to see all of you there. It's a really great way to celebrate Pride Month. And yeah. Kind of all of the six. You know when you should have stopped talking already? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the it's the Tuesday after like the big Pride weekend in New York. So like if you're looking for something to do on that last like week of June, that's a little bit more chill, but still want to have some fun and be around a lot of cool queer people. That's definitely the place to be, I think, on, on Tuesday. Yeah. The 27th. Tuesday, the 27th at Littlefield in New York, Brooklyn. And it's. At 8 p.m. And you get to see queer performers doing queer jokes about queer life and their queer selves and also maybe some straight material about <laughs> who knows. No, some of my jokes I do think index straight. I Yeah, the one, there's one about Tom Brady. There's one about Tom Brady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime you bring up your dad, he's straight. He is straight. There's some straight people in my jokes. Um, I talk about my mom and dad sometimes. They're straight. Uh-huh. So, you know, if you're out there... Your cousin at the wedding. My co- that my cousin, the guy at my cousin's wedding, he's straight. Oh, wait, I love that you were like, he's not family. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he was not my cousin's wedding, not family. I don't know who he was. I couldn't even tell you what his name is, but... He's immortalized absolute in your, ally. In your writing. Absolute ally. Wait, you know what we can talk about right now? <laughs> yeah. We just finished two... Um, we just finished The Ultimatum, Queer Love. Wait, I had no idea how long this episode was going to be. I, love, I don't know. Let's just No, keep, but I'm totally into it. Let's keep going. Wait, we're we only did, on... Um, wait, and been, you know what I said when we finished it? It's been it? 10 minutes. When we finished it, what mm-hmm. did I I said, now we need a reunion for us. We do. We need a reunion for us to recap the reunion. Because the problem with like news journalists and Joanna Garcia Swisher, <laughs> shout out. Start. The, the problem with her, like, buckle up. The list yeah, is long. Yeah. She would like never. And I actually love her, but I do agree. She was very bad at this job. And she just <laughs> wasn't good. Like She wasn't the right fit for the show. I was like, and as we're ultimately interviewers, you and I, like mm-hmm. as ultimately interviewers, like watching her interview them, I was like, you're really not getting to the heart of it. I yeah. was like, ask the right questions. Right, you right, right. She going. was afraid to get in there. Actually, she didn't want to get her hands dirty. She made it worse, I think, at times. Yeah. At times, shit was happening and she said, whoa, 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 whoa. You guys are broken up? Yeah, they just said that. Yeah. They just said yeah, that. Yeah, jump on. You should have known that coming yeah. in. You should have been ready for that possibility. This is a yes. lesbian relationship. You need to be, like, she's not versed in the culture. She's, ah, I know. Yeah, she, she doesn't know the not. questions to ask. I know. She doesn't know how it works. I know. But I was pretty amazed that almost all of the couples broke up. I know. I mean, I guess not surprised. If you go on a a dating show on Netflix, you're probably not in a good place. Here's the thing. That's not true of the straight one, though. I think the straight season, because I looked up a table on Wikipedia. (laughs) For how many stay together? Yeah. I love the Wikipedia tables when they break it down for you. That's where you can get some real information. And it's color-coded. Yep. So you're like, you can actually squint and kind of just be like, I got what I needed Mm -hmm. to do in this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think most of them are engaged or married or still together not to spoil it um we're not watching the straight season. the straight season yeah who cares, who cares but you're right on this one they all completely left and, and the reunion was real there were some real meltdowns happening everyone disagrees with me on who i know who i think the villain is and i think the villain is yoli like 
Mm, I disagree on that. I know everyone got really like, I could kind of feel the energy shift when I said that. In the room. They were like, <laughs> you should stop talking and be glad that you were invited to this. You're an observer in our community. No, like, no, 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 no. Nobody thinks that. Um, I think that Yoli definitely like made a mistake and probably feels regret about the way that her actions hurt two people in her life. Um, but I would imagine that that is a situation a lot of people could find themselves in pretty easily. Yeah, if you get if you if you get on the show, you'll find yourself. If you're on the show, that's, that's but like being in between, like being in a bad spot with a relationship that you like think should work on paper, and you're yeah. like scared to let go because you've got all these other outside forces, and you're like are like this is what should work. I don't want to give this up, and then you meet somebody who you have a connection with, and you're like, but I just met you, and I like you know what I mean, like, and then you just end up trying to play both sides because you're nervous, and that's an immature response to try to play both sides and not make a decision. Absolutely, it's a mistake and an immature response, but I do think that's something that happens to people. Totally, my versus Mildred throwing a dog crate at Tiff. I was really wrong. I'm actually embarrassed because for a while it's like I love Mildred. She's amazing. I love her eyelashes, and I think she's such a warm person. Don't trust people like that. If the <laughs> we got, we the person, all got, we got duped by Mildred. We got duped. We got duped. We got duped. That was there. Yeah, she was really scared. My feeling with Yoli is at the beginning of the show, people Lexi was mad at Vanessa mm-hmm. for kind of like not putting anything on the line because she like Vanessa believed that Xander was not gonna be open to the experience. Mm-hmm. So in Vanessa's world, she had Xander as an option. Mm-hmm. And then she also was able to explore this other option with the safety of knowing that she was going back to Xander, the security of that. Right. Yoli, Yoli says yes mm-hmm. to Mal, but then takes the ring off to go talk to Xander. So is leaving the options open. So it says yes to Mal kind of like in the back of her brain, theoretically thinking that she's going to maybe say yes to Xander. So she's, messing with all these people's emotions while not risking anything. Yeah. And then ultimately did lose everything. I agree. I 100% agree. I think that that's a good point that she like didn't. Again, I think she did something very immature. Yeah. And it was uh not probably the right decisions being made, but I do see how like you could find yourself, especially because they're heightening, they're putting them on a timeline I that know. they're not choosing and they're like putting them in situations and they're like in front of all these cameras. Like I'm sure it's like not the place to be making the best decisions. Timelines it's, it's are bad. Yeah. This actually is beautiful because when she, well, it was sad the way she said it, but when Yoli was like, I don't want to be on a timeline to find a partner. And she said it in conjunction and talking about motherhood. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, she just doesn't, it's like there's lots of ways, as Jesse Bellard said, there's lots of ways to be a mom. So mm-hmm. like that maybe was not so realistic what she was saying. But she doesn't want to be on a timeline to find a partner. And it's like, that's true. That is such yeah. a, an understandable reaction to being in this experience where in two months you're like trying to figure all this stuff out. Yeah. On TV. And, and I do like feel for her in that, like if she is a woman who wants to have her own child and like wants to undergo the experience of like what it means to be a mom in, in giving birth yourself and you're already in like a weird position cause you're queer. And so that's not going to, that's going to cost a lot of money and it's going to uh-huh. cost a lot of time and it's going to be a lot of planning involved. And now you're, you're getting to an age where you're maybe not able to have kids as easily. And all of your relationships have just gone out the window. Like I can totally. see how she was trying to play both sides. Cause she was like, has this other thing in mind that's like kind of yeah. causing her to be like, I do need to find the right partner for, if that's her like main goal, like I can see her being like, I need to find the partner who's going to fit this other kind of thing. That's really my priority. I so rarely hear people talk about that type of timeline, but it is so real for so many humans. I guess I feel like that's one thing gay men are exempt from Mm -hmm. is that sense of a timeline. Yeah. In terms of there's not a biological clock. 
people get richer. We find, well, people find richer people with age. So <laughs> it's like not this yeah. like rush against the clock that she did. Cause she's 34. Yeah. She got time. She'd be. Yoli, babe, one, we Yoli, love you. if you're you. listening, we love you. We, we res- love you. We support you. We are not mad at you and I'm sorry. And I loved your blue nails the entire time. I loved Sam. I thought she was a rock star sit through and through. Healthy. Healthy. I feel like Aussie is not quite up to standard still, but I'm hoping that I, I think they like each other a lot. I just think Aussie's like mad immature. Uh-huh. I know. And it was hard to know because when Aussie left Mildred, we were like, Oh my god, Mildred's evil and we're like, Okay, Maybe Aussie is kind of really messed up. I think up. they were it's both. Like, I think two things can be true. What was really sweet was when Tiff like had to leave and Sam went to go check on them. Yes, because like that, sh- like because I had the hunch from like the video that like Tiff and Sam got pretty close in like a yeah. friend in like a pure friendship way, and they it's the ab- buddy comedy we want. Yeah, so, and yeah. it was really sweet to see her go like try to console them because they were clearly like going through a tough time. And the British producer. Oh my god! Out of nowhere, we go I'll go back in, and I was like, "Who are you?" <laughs> The psychologist on on site probably. Yes. I love that uh, the idea that British people are coming over to the states to produce dating shows, and it's like kind of a form of like warfare. Yeah, it's like we're fucking up your people. <laughs> oh my god, Russia just needs to start sending over people to like <laughs> come up with new crazy game shows for us to do, and we're gonna watch, and we'll watch, and we'll be on them. We'll be on them till the day we die. Do we have any other takes? Um, I thought Ray was really great. Ray, I think, got out of there unscathed for the most. I thought uh, Vanessa took a complete like 180 in her trajectory like she was absolute villain mode at the beginning and who knows what the edit was but like she definitely like seemed a little bit kooky and then totally i felt like she'd grown a lot and i felt like lexi was kind of giving her a hard time lexi i think is really young i think that what yeah. i always say is the difference between a young person and an old person is that a young person has hard opinions yeah and that an old person like doesn't really have a lot of opinions which is why it's weird when you meet like an older person who's like super staunchly conservative and has like old opinions on that kind of stuff where you're like fucking christ you've been around for 45 years and you've never seen gay people you've never seen yeah. somebody be like in a different situation than it's you like you were here for get Lewinsky. you like, need to open your mind literally up. Yeah. get out and like live a little yeah and that because lexi her hard take against mm-hmm. Vanessa so early felt like it was kind of this like young thing they kind of then like went away so it, I don't even know how big of a deal it actually was it also seemed like it was so like deeply rooted in this like in the like sexual nature of their relationship I don't know it was just like weird I was like yeah it just seemed all kind of like very puritanical and like strange yes like very condemning of like the sex act only and not any of the other behaviors like because if you were mad about like the way that she was maybe not so great to xander or like was a little bit like if you were watching like another person you became friends with in this pool be like manipulated by a partner i could see you being like i don't fuck with the way you treated that person i liked them but when it came down to like her and ray having this like sexual experience in this thing that was like kind of designed for that to happen like they slept in the same bed like it was like what did you expect was maybe going to happen in this situation. And like, also as a gay man, we do sex before we even meet each other. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, that's how you meet people. And she tried to like play it off as like, oh, we're queer. So like queer sex is different for everybody. So I was just trying to get a feel for like, was that sex to you? Was it sex to me? And I was like, I don't know. It just kind of felt very like. Wait, you're right that her vibes were wrong. Out. But actually when she said that, I was like, okay, you're describing sides. You're kind of <laughs> saying side culture. You're explaining side culture in the yeah, world without naming it. Exactly. And it's set the word, what is sex? Oh my God. I, what was that noise? It's Maddie. I literally thought we were going to die. So Maddie, I the thought pod. we were going to die. We're doing, a, um, we're doing a bonus app. Do you want to plug in? 
it's for Patreon? No, yeah. it's not for the Patreon. We don't have one. But yet. you guys want it to be for Patreon? If you guys want a Patreon, we'll do it. Hey, everyone. It's Maddie. Yeah, do we have another mic? We do have another mic. If you want <laughs> to. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Hey, everyone. This is actually what my voice sounds like. No, it sounds I think, beautiful. I think they had all sounded good. We were talking Ultimatum, Queer Love. Yeah, we watched it last night, so we're talking about it. I guess we can plug the show one more time. Mm. Okay, so again, and you know what? Like, we're really excited, and like, we're not sure if the people from Queer Ultimatum are going to be at the show on this 16th, but that they would have be been fun, invited <laughs> right now. They're invited now. Oh my God, could you imagine if they showed up? I would cry. Wait, there's so many noises happening. Hey, what was that? Maddie, what are you up to? Was that outside? Yeah, what was it? Okay. I feel scared all the time. Okay. No, it's all good. Will you lock the door? <laughs> okay. Um, Do you? Does we it bother you that you kind of are responsible for so many people? Do you feel that? Um, I don't. I, I don't know because I'm. I feel like I've always kind of felt responsible for the people being like the oldest of several siblings. That makes total so sense. So I've always kind of had that felt feeling, and then I was on a team, and I felt responsible for other people in that way. I've always kind of taken on that role, so I've I feel kind of at naturally in that, but I do think I like have come a long way in trying not to be that way in relationships, because for a long time yeah. I was that person in a relationship, and then I never felt like I was really like equals with people, because I was like, I'm being more of a caretaker than I am being a partner. Oh my, well now we'd have to do 30. <laughs> Wait, that makes total sense. Because it's like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't think you can be, f- I don't know, it's really hard to feel like you're getting what you're giving if you're like feeling like you're always taking care of another person and like you're not yeah, getting that Yeah, that's a back. really weird status. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I, one, one time I dated this guy that I really liked and then when I stopped dating him, I was like, wait, by the end of that, I was so... And like so in charge of his emotions and making sure he was mm-hmm. okay all the time. Is when literally it was like, are you okay? Like constant. And then I was like, wait, do I miss him or did I actually like the caretaker role, which is a different thing? And it's not what the relationship yeah. is for. It's like that's another thing to miss. Yeah. Was he my child or yeah. was he my lover? Yeah, and it also like when I was younger and I was like in a place where I didn't have as much going on in my life, I was like, okay, well, this is my project. This is what I'm doing. Like this, yeah. what I'm doing is this relationship, and it did feel like kind of a full time thing. Versus, like, once I got to New York and started doing comedy and I was in relationships, I was like, oh, I don't have time to manage your emotions and to deal no. with this shit. I, like, I, I have actual other stuff I want to do now. Yeah. And there's not time for both because I have to be full-time putting my time. And I was also, like, coming out at the time. Like, there was so much other shit going on where I was like, I do not have time to, like, to care about. Yes. Not care about. I don't have time to, like, be in that role in the same way. Like I need somebody who can like carry their own weight in that way. Yeah, for sure. But I don't feel like I'm around people that like, I know you feel that way, but I don't ever feel like I have to I care like way. to manage your emotions. Only, Cause I yeah, can be honest never with my you. emotions really, really just anytime there's like um, something to be plugged in or something to be lowered or something to be your a inability to, be to deal with the tech is not a problem for me it's a problem for me i hate it so <laughs> much if this were that saoirse ronan movie brooklyn by the end though at one point i'd be, say to someone i'd be like and then you plug the microphone in there and it'd be like wow he did it full circle yeah but um but for me to explain that to someone i'd have to you'd have to die and i'd have to maybe <laughs> podcast go out. So i don't want that i don't want that i was saying with cruel tomato it's like what if we did this with podcasts and then i did a podcast as someone who we like we like some other co-host sure. with Natalie and then you did one with Charlie and then yeah. we'd find out and be like 
at the beginning we'd like love it obviously and then, and then right there'd the end, be like, like some tension oh my god we could make like a funny like sketch of that like a sizzle reel type <laughs> of thing where it's just like reactions wait speaking of reactions i'm obsessed with every facial expression that Drew Barrymore has ever made. Oh yeah, boys at home. If That's you, the kind of thing if you, you need a good laugh, moves. if you need a good laugh, oh, I'm putting that in the. Oh, also, we're gonna start posting on Instagram. <laughs> we promise, we're gonna start posting to Grid. So check, look at the Boys Club Instagram for Do that. Do people know what Grid is? Still, I think so. Okay, no reels, just Grid. We, what are reels? We're going hard to grid. I don't do reels. Uh, um, okay, well, I guess we'll wrap this up. So, boys, please come to our shows. One on the 16th in two days from when this episode releases. And then also a week. Two weeks? Two weeks. I think it's nine days. I think it's like two weeks after this episode will come out. Oh, Littlefield? Yes. Littlefield yeah. is on the 27th at 8 p.m. And we're both doing half an hour. We'd love to see you there. If you are not in New York and you're listening, tell your friends who live in New York. Um we would love to see you. So if right. you don't have friends that live in New York, get in, get on chat roulette. You know what I mean? <laughs> get get on chat bot. <laughs> Talk to a chat bot. <laughs> in, the, in the digital age, there's no reason to not have a friend that lives here. <laughs> and if you don't, we can be your friends that live here, you know, mm-hmm. kind of. So, all right. Uh, smooch. I love you forever. Bye. Love you forever. Bye. What's up boys at home. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Boys club. Connor, where can they find you on Instagram? At Connor Janda. C O N O R. Janda is Panda with a J. And you can follow me at Nico Carney. N I C O C A R N E Y. You can follow us both at boys club comedy on Instagram. Uh, and we have a live show. Our live show is at club coming typically on the last Friday of the month. And it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah. Often people from the podcast. So come check those out. Uh, if you live in New York, we'd love to see you there. Bye boys. Bye boys. Bye boys.